I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time. Brother Mon speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call from the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter 8. We're going to look at, uh, from a fisherman's point of view, something a little different than we usually do as far as giving of information and actually preaching a sermon. I'd like to talk about, and we've done this during our little five-minute look at the book program that's heard on some of the stations during the middle of the week, uh, how to, instead of uh, maybe not necessarily a sermon, presenting a sermon, but how to listen to a sermon. You said, Brother Mon, what are you what are you doing? There's like actually hundreds of books written on how to build a sermon and how to deliver a sermon. But I've never seen a course of instruction on how to listen to a sermon. You said, why do you think that's important? Because this is what I found. I've been in the ministry now over 40 plus years. A lot of times people come into situations where they hear the word of God and they leave the same way they came in. Sometimes they come in lost. They go out lost. Or they come in and their life's sort of mess. They leave a mess. Or their life is just up and down, tossed to and fro. And they go out the same way. You said, what's wrong? Somebody is not listening. So I'm glad you're listening today, and I hope you're really listening as we look at some principles here from Nehemiah chapter 8. Hey, by the way, we're trying to take a, and put a push on some photographs, and I'd like to see who you are. Now, we have a lot of people that listen to our program on a daily basis and a weekly basis that's right behind this microphone. In fact, I'm looking at some people who listen to our program. Uh, some of them listen to our program every day. I'm looking at their face. Now, I, I have been told not to mention names because, oh, if I mention a name, it may be somebody's name. <laughs> I just leave it there. All right. So we're trying to get some photos. Trying. We've had some that has all gone on to be with the Lord. And I uh, like to place them with uh, uh, some folk that are still actively alive serving the Lord on this earth. So please send us a photo. In fact, we'll exchange. If you send one uh, of you, of your family, yourself, uh, husband, wife, children, whatever you do, uh, I'll send you one in exchange for that. And then as we look at one another, we will not make any comments, by the way. Nehemiah chapter 8, and we'll begin here at verse 1. You know, for modern man, the reason I'm using this topic, how to listen to a sermon, modern man, today it seems as if words and sounds are no more than just background noises. You know, a lot of times, once again, people, I've had people in services that's listened to me as I speak, as we preach a sermon or taught a class. And it's like I, I was teaching things, but their mind was not there. So I think we need to center down. And I, I think our little passage here in Nehemiah chapter 8 can give us some principles whereby it can help us in taking in knowing really how to listen, how to really listen to a sermon. My friend, I almost died and went to hell 
because I did not listen. When I was a young fellow, I was always brought to church, but somehow I didn't listen. As a teenager, I was brought to church, but somehow I didn't listen. It was not until I was some 18 years old that I remember hearing the gospel plain and clear where I could understand. Something was wrong, my friend. Maybe it wasn't presented in clarity. I don't understand. Uh, but I, I, I know, you know, as far as the church I attended in the past, even though there were some liberal tendencies and, uh, you know, some things perhaps there I would not agree with today, but I'm sure the gospel was preached, but I missed it. I just did not listen. In the book of Nehemiah, again, Nehemiah chapter 8, we're going to look at some things here that we could say, maybe in a one, two, three manner, on the how how we should how we should listen. And as far as preaching, I think it's important. As far as ministering the word of God, teaching and preaching, I think it's important. It's God's means of communicating to mankind. What is it? First Corinthians one. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them which believe. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. One of the things that's profitable for is for instruction in righteousness. I need to listen. A lot of times people throw away the instruction manual. Don't do that. You say, well, some things to consider to be a better listener. Oh, could I not challenge you to be a better listener? Now, I know as far as the radio is concerned sometimes, because many of them have the radio on all day. No way you can sit and listen to everything that's there. My friend, there can be times that you can just sort of sit and uh, maybe there's some special broadcaster. Maybe there's some special person that you really like or you put some confidence in. Or it seems as if they really present some things that you have some interest in. Just to sit down and just listen. Not just with the mind, but also with the heart. How do you do that? Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 1. All right, we have Ezra now. Come into the scene. Ezra is the scribe. And uh, he gathers the people together. And uh, this is the, the words of the people. It says, And they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses. He said, Ezra, would you go get that book? Well, what do you want to bring the book for? We want to hear from that book. And what Ezra does is he stands in the street, oh, maybe three or four hours at a time, and he reads the book of the law. But they said, bring the book of the law. You said, what is that? That is these people desiring to hear. So the first thing is that you have to want to hear. You have to want to learn. Many people come to church and they just do it because it's an obligation. They do it because they just like to come to church. There's the people. Maybe they like the pastor. They like the Sunday school teacher. They like the giving. They like involvement in missions, you know. They like to talk about maybe someone they witness to. But as far as really wanting to listen, you know, desiring to listen, you know, the students uh, that I've, uh, I guess, had an opportunity. We think about Bible college and seminary training. The students that, my friend, I get involved in are those who want to learn. I've had students to sit on those front rows and just said, give me some more, preacher. Give me some more. I just returned from Southeast Asia. And just to to have the young men that's there, young men called to preach, our young ladies that's going to assist their, uh, their husband in teaching the Word of God, maybe in a Christian school or maybe just a local church situation, but have them to sit there and just, they want to learn. They want to learn. These people here, they said, bring the book of the law. There has to be desire. Do you want to hear the word of God. Not only was there desire, but in verse 2, the last part of the verse, it says, and all that could hear and understand 
all that could hear and understand. So Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both of the men and women, and all that could hear and understand. Let me say this. You will not listen if you can understand what you're listening to. For that being true, sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm ashamed. Uh, sometimes education, you, you know, the more that we're educated, we're taught you know, people in a higher echelon. You know, we think about professors and those who, I have to be very careful what I'm saying. A lot of times we're taught to speak over the people's heads. You said, what are you talking about? Whereby we use words, maybe words that are a little longer than your words. And maybe through our knowledge of the original languages, you know, and some things, we can speak in such a way where we're talking over your head, whereby you say, wow, our pastor is educated. Our pastor is so brilliant. He's so knowledgeable in these areas, but you're not understanding? Mistake. Mistake. Our Savior spake in such a way. When he spoke the Word of God, he spoke in such a way that even the smallest child almost could grasp in some ways what he was talking about. So as far as understanding is concerned, we need to pray and ask God to help us with our understanding. You need to be prepared to understand. A lot of times, Sunday, because people don't understand, is because they're not all there. They slap in on Sunday morning. Or there's some problems there in the home, and they bring the problem to the church. You know, uh, I'll say something like this. As far as the understanding is concerned, when you listen to the Word of God, you need to try your best to clear your mind. Some people's minds are are elsewhere. And the reason you know that is because when the Word of God is preached, I've had I've preached in such a way where some things were uh, talked about during the message. Uh, some things were uh, presented during the message. I've had people out go out of the church and say, Preacher, sometime I'd like you to comment on such and such a subject. And I just did. I just spent some time doing that. You said, why would the person ask that? Because, my friend, their interest is there, but they did not listen Listening with desire, listening with understanding. The last part of verse 3, the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. Attentive? Attentive to the book. You know, if you have an adversary, and I know you do, I guess the one thing the adversary is going to do when the word of God is spoken, whether you read it or whether it's preached to you, taught to you, or we hear the word of God in songs. We think about psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. When the word of God is presented, the devil is going to bring distractions. He will distract you. In churches, all kind of distractions, and our time's going by so fast we can't even mention any of these. I've seen where insects distracted from the preaching of the word of God. Not only that, but in verse, uh, I like verse 5 and 6, uh, it, there's watchfulness. It says, and Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above the people. That's why we have kind of a pulpit of wood. He was above the people to the extent he stood over them. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. In other words, they were watchful, the sight of the people. They stood up. They watched the preacher. They followed in the Bible. And then they were responsive uh, in fact, they had emotional response. Verse 8 and verse 9, we should have time to read verse 8, but verse 9, it says, This day is holy unto the Lord your God, mourn not nor weep, for all the people wept when they heard the words of the Lord. What is that? Some type of response to the word of God. Sometimes as far as the preacher is concerned, it would do good for a preacher, for a teacher, you know, for there to be some response in the audience. Every once in a while, there's nothing wrong with a good amen. 
Now, maybe not said that way. Maybe it just needs to be amen. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. Uh, sometimes during the invitation, it ought to be good for the pastor to see some people praying, that there be some response to what's, you know, isn't it sad that we waste our emotion on worldly entertainment? How can I listen? How can I be a better listener to the word of God? Desire to hear the word. Ask God to help you to understand the Word of God. Be attentive and watchful. The Word of God is being spoken. May there be some response when the Bible is preached. And then verse 18, Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 18. It says also day by day, from the first day into the last day, it says he kept in the book of the law of God. It says, and they kept the feast seven days. You said, what does he say? Day by day, they heard the Word of God. Day by day. After day, after day. What is that? Responsiveness? No. What is that? Watchfulness? No. Attentiveness? No. That's repetition. They listen to it again and again and again. You know, you do your work well as you repeat it over and over again. And a good listener will eventually know something. They will not only know something, but they'll be something. You'll be knowledgeable in many different areas instead of being so tossed to and fro. You know, you can learn how to be a better witness. How? By just listening to the Word of God. Listen and let it sink down into your ears. Jesus said that one time. Uh, uh, you know, we live in such an age, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 4, as far as the world in general, they turn their ears from the truth. I want to listen. When the Word of God is presented, I want to be a good listener. I want to listen to the Word of God. How do I know I've heard the Word of God? Oh, when I go out and begin to perform that, that God has spoken to me about. How to be a better listener. Until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.